What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to episode 199, Red Means Stop. Here in this episode, we will be talking about how, you know, some of the common issues you can be running into when it comes to setting boundaries for the people in your life. And while you're probably not getting the results that you hoped for, that you expected, that you're waiting for. So, if you're new to this podcast, what's up? salutations and thank you kindly for being here i really do hope you enjoy the show i'm most grateful for your attendance and i hope you get something out of this thank you again if you're coming back for another episode what's up cuz what's going on you know we got a whole new week going on and we in the building october's over with halloween's around the corner the hollywood holidays is you know you know several weeks out and it just is what it is. And it is a great time to be alive. I'm a little all over the place because I had an emergency in my family over the weekend. It kind of threw me off, shook everything up, and just really changed a lot of things up for me. Depending on how I feel, we may discuss it in the future. In the first segment, we're going to talk about clear it up. In the second segment, we're going to talk about tighten it up. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about once, won't, do it. As always, I my intention is to educate, to inspire, to restore, to, you know, discover, and to really just bring the element of learning and to bring, you know, to shatter all guilt and shame that may exist around our vulnerabilities. You know, my intention is to be vulnerable in a way that, you know, empowers other people to do the same because what we don't discuss, it owns us. What we don't own, owns us. What we don't, you know, what we don't face defeats us. So let's jump in. Jennifer McVeigh said, never make exceptions for people. Your sacrifice becomes their expectations. Again, such a simple quote, but so powerful. If you ask all people pleasers or former people pleasers 
I would say former people pleasers um, about this quote, you will get a earful. If you make exceptions for people, people will make you stand on that. You know, I have a friend who's going through a situation where his, you know, his mom, uh, his mom stays south and she wants him to come visit, you know, and, you know, a while back, maybe a year or so back, he went to go visit her for like three weeks and, you know, she wants him to come visit again for three weeks, but he's in a different position, a different job where, you know, he can't do that right now, but she doesn't understand that. She just knows that he came for three weeks and he's shown her what's possible. And now she's trying to jam him into doing that thing again. And I say that to say that you have to be mindful of what you show people. You have to be mindful of what you give people. You have to be mindful of what you tell people. You have to be mindful of what you tolerate in your life because the moment you go back on your word, the moment you betray yourself, people will make you build you know what I'm saying? People will use your self-betrayal as a standard in their life, you know, to one that is going to continue to deplete you and support them and build them up. You've probably set boundaries with the people in your life and you're still feeling like you're having issues with this person. You feel like you're still having misunderstandings and having little tiffs about your boundaries and, you know, the terms that you set forth. A reason, one major reason that you may be still experiencing issues with this person, with these people, is because you probably haven't communicated your boundaries in a way that is clear enough or clear enough to them where they can see exactly what it is that you want or understand exactly where it is you're coming from. A lot of times we make the assumption that because someone has been in our life for a long time, they should know us. They should be able to read our mind. Believe me, I was this person bad. You should be able to read my, read my mind. You should know what you have did. You should know what you've done wrong or how you offended me, how you hurt me. And it took me a long time to learn that what's the harm in just telling the person that in you saying this, 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 and that, you made me feel this, 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 and that. And because you made me feel this, 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 and that, that makes me feel like I don't want to hang out with you or answer your calls or whatever like that. Turn up with you. None of that. So going forward, if we have any more of you speaking to me this way, then I'm not going to be able to F with you. I'm not going to be able to hang with you. It's just not going to work. When it comes to our relationships, the learning is ongoing. A lot of us have friends and family and people that we're dating that are in relationships with us, and they're not in it to learn anything. They're in it to do what they want to do. They're in it to, you know, have their own way. And if that sounds like someone that's in your life, you need to let that person go because they can only hurt you because they're only there to do what they want to do. Speaking for myself specifically, you know, over the past maybe four or so years, I've set this boundary where I don't talk on the phone like I used to, you know, unless it's really an emergency or whatever like that. I don't talk on the phone with people. As an empath, I've learned over the years how talking on the phone can drain my energy so much. And it also leaves me vulnerable and susceptible to be infected with negativity. So if I don't get on the phone, it's not as easy to disrupt my zone. I can't be infected with nonsense. You know, if we're texting, I can screen those texts and we can keep it at bay, you know, and I can minimize how I'm being affected as opposed to being on the phone. Now, communicating that boundary to people has been very uncomfortable 
for years because everyone is so normal what you know has normalized talking on the phone talking on the phone so to deal with someone that doesn't it makes me like the eyeball like I'm being antisocial like I don't want to talk to them and the thing is I'm protecting me but the first instinct is you don't want to talk to me or I'm being antisocial I'm acting funny but the thing is you have to get comfortable with making other people uncomfortable when it comes to your boundaries where they're going to make you uncomfortable and put you in a position to betray yourself so you have to clear it up F. Scott Fitzgerald said, if you spend your life sparing people's feelings and feeding their vanity, you get so you can't distinguish what should be respected in them. Another powerful quote, you know, being a former people pleaser, you know, a very hard lesson to learn in my life has been the fact that People will use you, family, you know, family, friends, you know, significant others, whatever. People will use you. And if you don't say anything, they'll feel like you're along for the ride. Like this is something you want. Like some, like somebody just wants to intentionally be used and mistreated. But I had to learn how to stand up on my own two feet. You know, I had it for a long time. I was the yes guy. I was the one that wanted to make everybody happy. I wanted to give everybody their feel good fix by over complimenting them and over validating them and making sure that they feel good, they feel powerful, they feel confident when they're around me. The thing is, in me doing that for them, they never did it for me. And I set this tone of being the feel good fix. Every time there's some family event going on, you know, you going, you going, you going to be there, you know, and all this because everybody wants a distraction because they know I'm going to make them feel good and compliment them, make them laugh and all the other different things. And, you know, an, another element of setting bad boundaries is sometimes your boundaries are too lenient. They're too loose. You know, I've learned that people... You know, when you show people that you're willing to compromise their, their needs for what they want, people will make you stand on it. You know, you may set some boundaries, but the moment someone argues with you or put a little pressure on the boundaries that you're setting, okay, it's not that big of a deal, or maybe not that, and you, you get in front of them and act like you don't know what you want or you don't know what you need, then they know all I have to do is argue with you or apply some pressure to, you know what I'm saying, to make you unstable, to create that instability. And, you know, he's not going to trust himself and he'll do exactly what I want him to do. Because a lot of people, whether you know it or not, whether you want to believe it or not, believe it or not, people want you, a lot of people want you in their life so you can do what they want to do, what they want you to do, so you can be who they want you to be, so you can live a life that is an accessory to how they want to feel, how they want to be treated, and all the different things. Now, you should have people in your life that treat you the way you want to be treated, but in terms of having people in your life and you're using them, it always comes back to you. What you do has already been done to you. A boundary that I used to be too loose on was when I would express myself about something, whether it's with family, friends, you know, a significant other, and, you know, 
when they get, they would get to gaslighting me. And when I say gaslighting, that's when they tried to disarm, you know, my argument. They tried to, you know, deflate what it is I'm trying to say. They would, you know, attack my memory. You sure you remember that right? Maybe your memory not so good. You know, trying to attack the verbiage, trying to get stuck on, you know, what it was that I said and pretty much trying to create a distraction that would distract me from my pain, from my problem, so we can get on another distraction, another situation that is going to require put, you know, it's going to be another fire and we're going to have to put out that fire. And by the time we get through putting out that fire, whatever my initial fire was, is not going to be put out. It is going to burn even bigger and create a bigger problem. But in that moment, they got away with having to be accountable for it and having to be responsible for it. So, you know, I had to get to that place where I had to stop letting people talk to me like they was crazy. I had to stop letting people insult me. You know, if you're going to be in my life, you're not going to be accountable. You can get the fuck on. You can beat it. You can hit the door. You know what I mean? I think we all should have those kind of standards. But to have boundaries, set boundaries for people in your life and to be loose about them, people will run you over. People will spit on you. People will use you. People will get mad at you when you don't do what they want you to do. When you don't act or talk the way they want you to talk or act. When you don't betray yourself. You know, a lot of people have that understanding where we can be cool. We can be friends. I just need you to be open to betraying yourself for me because my idea of friendship is to betray myself for you when you need something. And the thing is, we can be cooperative and team players and help each other out. But if you got to betray yourself on any level to deal with anyone, to be in relationship with anyone, you don't need that person. What you need are strong, firm boundaries, you know, find good books, you know, pay attention to people in your life that has strong boundaries. It's just people in your life that don't tolerate shit, that don't take shit about the things that they don't want, the things they don't want to experience. You know, I had to, I've had to tighten up my boundaries about what I make myself available for when it comes to hanging out. You're not going to see me as frequent or often as you used to. My time is valuable, it's no longer free. So you'll see me when I want you to. Dr. Henry Cloud said, We change our behavior when the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing. Consequences give us the pain that motivates us to change. Love that. Consequences give us the pain that motivates us to change. When it comes to the people in your life, the boundaries that you set, you know, when people don't adhere to the boundaries that you set, there's to be consequences, whether we're not talking no more or talking for a few weeks, it needs to be some type of consequences. And understand that with dealing with adults, adults will feel infantilized at the, at the thought of anyone trying to punish them or create consequences for their behavior when they don't behave properly. Because a lot of people feel like becoming an adult is a matter of doing what you want. And that is true, but within reason. You know, when you are friends or relationship or family with somebody as an adult, you a person has the right to determine how they want to be treated by you. 
And if you're not going to adhere to how they want to be treated, what name they want to be called or any of those things, then you have no business being in that person's life. As simple as that. Piggybacking off the last example in the last segment, you know, uh, just becoming inaccessible. One of the best things you can do in your life socially when it comes to the people in your life is be inaccessible. Be hard to get a hold of. You know, don't be available for every gathering. Don't be available as, you know what I'm saying, because the mistake I made for a long time, I was so available for everything. You know, I was there. You can count on me to be there. And when you make yourself available like that, people don't have a chance to value you. People don't have a chance to miss you. People don't have the chance to appreciate or miss what it is you bring to the table. When you stop showing up, when you stop making yourself as available, people have time to miss you. People have time to miss your energy and your presence not being there when you're not there. People have time to think about you, to reflect on your memory when you're not there. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about making yourself inaccessible and having those kind of boundaries, having that boundary that I'm not going to show up to everything. And if I show up, I can leave when I want to. Just kind of having terms that work for you. Another element of, you know, setting boundaries that can backfire or, you know, another issue with setting boundaries is that you've probably set the boundary one time. You probably made this thing clear to this person one time and it may be something you probably might have to repeat over and over. And I get how that can probably feel depleting. You know, you don't know what's going to happen if you have to tell this person again, but it's going to either be making this, this person uncomfortable and possibly having a fallout with them or you're going to be uncomfortable and you're going to be betraying yourself and you're going to be unsettled and you're going to be unresolved. So which one is it? Is it going to be them or you? Because a lot of times we spend, we don't want, I don't, I don't want to seem difficult. I know I already told him that, you know, when he talked like that or when he speaks to me like that, that makes me uncomfortable or that makes me angry, but I don't want to push him over the edge and tell him again, if you got somebody in your life that you have to tiptoe or walk around eggshells on with, that person needs to be the hell gone. They need to be gone because that's not someone that loves you enough to respect you and respect your choices and respect your boundaries. You deserve peace. You deserve reciprocity. You deserve honesty. You deserve respect. You deserve someone who will honor your wishes. You deserve someone who will honor your boundaries. Boundaries is something that I'm finding more and more people starting to discover and talk about more and more. I really wish we live in a day and age where parents are becoming more and more active about teaching children how to set boundaries. But a lot of children, as children, you're at the mercy of your parents. So parents are not going to teach you how to you know, set boundaries because parents don't want you to know that you have a choice and what it is you want, what it is you, you know, whatever. They don't want you to know you have a choice. They don't want you to know you have a voice. You know, as a kid, I was always in tune with the fact that, you know, just as freely as my mom and my dad can say, I don't want to do that or that don't work for me. Why the hell can't I say that? Like, I can't say that just because I'm a little person, just because I'm a child. That's not going to work for me because I'm, I still have emotions. I'm still having feelings. I still have thoughts. I'm still capable of be, being disappointed. I have to deal with my disappointment when I betray myself, when I let you tell me how it needs to be. I have to deal with that disappointment. A child, 
you know? So it's important to learn the value of setting boundaries. Be okay with saying it more than once. Be okay with repeating yourself, but also know who you are. If that person isn't worth repeating yourself to, then you have a decision to make. But if it's someone that you love and they're willing to learn and grow and they're patient and you're patient, then do what you have to do. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome. Welcome to the air segment where we get down to the nitty gritty baby and we tell the truth, we get honest, we have a heart to heart, and we just keep it real with each other because without honesty, we're nothing. Without honesty, we're nothing. I think Oprah said that. We also got to learn how to keep real with each other because it's in the difficulties and the trying times that we learn how to prevail, how to excel, how to do better, be better. You know, Denzel Washington said, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So that's why this segment exists. Let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that you've probably set the boundary already, but you're going to need to go back and clear it up. You're going to have to go back and make sure they understand what it is you meant, what it is that you you understand your intention. You have to sometimes bring it down to the layman's terms. Sometimes you have to bring it down to, you know, what I, you know, the way Iyala would. I love Iyala. I love how she, you know, talks about the call and response situation to me, what I like to call it, where you express your feelings or you express something. And after you're done, ask the person, what did you just hear me say? Because now it's their time and turn to not only see how much they paid attention, but to see how their perception characterized what it was you just said. Because in you evaluating what they just said, you're going to be able to measure their ability to comprehend and understand you. And one, it's important for both of you because of learning how well or how well they were able to understand you or how well they probably didn't or they probably didn't understand you well. You get to learn how to refine your process in expressing your feelings. It's not a wrong thing. No one's wrong here. It's a learning process. You know, when I ask them what they heard you say, you know, they get to clarify. And if they have anything, if they get anything wrong, you can take it a step further and get more in detail. And as you get this practice in clarifying your intentions further, you get better about expressing this boundary. You become more clear in your mind about what this boundary means to you. And you get to lay that groundwork. And it's also just a boundary that you can become more comfortable talking about with other people. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that you may be having issues with people with regarding the boundaries that you set. You probably told them you don't like to be talked to that way. You probably told them that, you know, the, the, the uh, gaslighting has to stop. You probably told them that I don't like calls after 9 p.m. or whatever. And the thing is, the issue comes in because you are too loose on your standards. You're too much too loose about your uh, your boundaries. 
You know, you told them, I don't want anybody calling my house after 9 p.m. And, you know, they probably got to ganging up on you or that person probably got to challenging you. Why not? Like, you acting like some old person. Like, why you can't have calls after 9 p.m.? It ain't like you got no man and got no kids or whatever. And it's like, you know what? You're right. Okay, okay, okay. No, not okay. Stand on yours. Know that you don't have to explain your boundaries to anyone. You don't have to explain what you need and why you need it to anyone. It just is. I can't remember who said it in the quote, but no is a complete sentence. Let's get out of that place of feeling like we have to explain ourselves to people because you don't. But what you can do is be loose on boundaries. You're setting boundaries for people and then reneging on them, going back on them. You know, they apply a little pressure. They get a little, you know, a little rowdy with you, a little feisty and all that. If someone's in your life and they're going to try to fight you over your boundaries, try to talk you out of your boundaries, try to negotiate your boundaries with you again, you may be at a crossroads where you have to make a decision and that person may need to be gone. Sounds harsh, but the truth just is what it is. Moving on. The last letter is A, accept. Accept that depending on the person that you're dealing with, the people in your life, you'll know for yourself it varies from, from person to person, but you may have some people you may have to repeat yourself to, you may have to repeat the boundary to. You may have to tell them this, you know, you probably said it one time. And then after that, they may do it again and use that situation where they did that offensive thing again as a learning point to show them you just did it again right now. I'm glad you gave me this example right now so I can show you how it's making me feel and what it's bringing about in me. Now that I'm bringing, now that I'm using this actual example to show you, I want to let you know once more, this isn't going to work for me. If you violate this boundary again, it's not going to work and we're not going to be friends no more or I'm done with you or you know what I'm saying, we're going to have a problem. And, you know, sometimes, you know, depending on who you are, a lot of people don't like confrontation. Just say we're going to have a problem and they may want to pull your card in terms of what, you know, the problem is going to be. You don't have to say nothing. If they do it again, stop answering their calls. Stop becoming available. You know, <laughs> anybody else try to call you and reach out to you, asking if you talk to them or so-and-so trying to get to you and trying to reach out to you, but you ain't answering calls, tell them to mind their business and to stay in their place. The same way I like to use that reference of having an 80-year-old man in there that is going to be, you know, driving a ship one day. You still, you still very much so have a child in there, your inner child. You have a seven-year-old in there or nine, whatever age works for you that is innocent and that, you know what I'm saying, you have to consider being around people who violate your boundaries as bad influences. You know, they are showing that seven-year-old in you that you're not worthy of respecting and that we can violate you. You know, we don't have to have any boundaries or filters around being in your presence. We can be inappropriate and all types of things. And you have to treat that seven-year-old like that's your child because that is your child and that is your job. And if you have a child, you wouldn't want anybody cursing really loudly or using profanities or drinking or smoking around them. You have to be that way with yourself, with your boundaries. Stand tall and stand firm. There you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about Red Means Stop, part two. So you don't want to miss that. 
I want to thank y'all for supporting the Madison Capital where we get experimental about exploring your potential. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and or rating and let me know what y'all thought about this episode. Drop me a line. Send me a DM. What you think? What's going on? You know? <laughs> Again, I just want y'all to consider, you know, think about your boundaries. This topic is just so important to me because I've had to push so many people out of my life and I've had to come to fight, you know, damn near the blows with a lot of important people in my life because people just have to get in that place where they realize you're not going to take their shit anymore. They have to get to a place where you realize you're choosing you. You probably wasn't sure of my choice. You probably thought you were my choice for a long time that I chose you over myself, but it's a new day and I ain't doing that shit no more. I'm choosing me. And if choosing me means you got to go, you don't want to hang out with me no more, you don't want to hang out answer my calls, that I'm not going to be your best friend, that I'm not going to be your favorite son, or, you know, or I'm not going to be your man or your husband or whatever it is like that, then it just is what it is. But more than anything, I deserve peace. I deserve reciprocity. I deserve order. I deserve respect. I deserve my dignity. I deserve to live a life absent self-betrayal. I deserve things. I deserve beautiful things. And if I don't give them to me, no one will, no one can. So starting now, starting now, starting now, I have to honor me. I have to love me. I have to be worthy of those sacrifices. I'm worthy of any sacrifice that is going to bring joy once more, that is going to bring peace once more, that is going to bring clarity and awareness once more, that is going to bring support, spiritual support, once more. I am worthy of any sacrifice that is going to bring healing once more, self-understanding once more. Let's say these affirmations. All that is possible is possible for me. All that is possible is possible for me. Lastly, I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. I am strong, I am enough, I am wise, and I am tough. Later.